Breaking news, a lot of things are happening in the world of One Piece that not only is going to make people's jaws drop, but also going to make people in a world of astonishment. Not only with what happened in the latest chapter One Piece, chapter 1047, but also with the release of episode 1015. I have to tell you, the animation was amazing, especially at the final part when Luffy took down Kaido. But that's not what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece titled The Sky Over the Capital. Hello guys, this is Jade from the Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we'll be talking about the latest chapter of One Piece and what's to happen next after this chapter because things are really starting to heat up. So for those of you who got early access to the chapter, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. But for those of you who did not get early access to the chapter, I suggest waiting until the official release of the chapter, which is not until tomorrow on April 25th. And once you've read the official chapter, once it's been released, you can come back onto this episode to hear the review of of this chapter. But for everyone else, let's continue on ahead. So in starting off the chapter, we begin with the color spread, which shows the straw hats and Momonososuke on the beach. And I really like how this is played out, and it really shows a really nice, light-hearted feel to this chapter before we get really into the serious stuff. But with that said and done, let's get started. We start off with the chapter with, Mo- with Yamato encouraging Momonosuke to make large flame clouds, claiming it's easier said than done. And when doing so, he thinks back to the day when his home was destroyed and has a memory of his last interaction with his mother, Kozuki Toki, telling him to flee the, to flee into the future. He admits he felt he wasn't able he couldn't unless he and his sis, she and his sister accompany him. However, Hionamon reminds him that in the land of Wano, when one suffers a great failure, they forfeit their life, and he cannot question the resolve of, of his mother. He retorts that even though he's just a, that he's just a kid, but Kiyonamon says that with Odin gone, he isn't just his heir anymore. And with tears in his eyes, Kiyonamon begs for Momonosuke to give him another chance to fight instead of dying a shameful death by fire, the same kind of death that was almost similar to his father Odin when he was executed by Kaido. Though, even though he was reluctant at first to even wanting to do this, Momo, Momo con- agrees to leave his mother behind with his followers and and travel into the future in or- to the present time of the One Piece story. Back in the present, he regains his own conviction, declaring he will never be able to face his mother if he gave up, and continues to, to try and stop the island, which I will have to applaud Momonososuke that he's able to find the bravery to be able to continue on, because in the beginning he was a bit of a crybaby and always having temper tantrums and yeah, a bit of a perv at times, but he's good people. We then pan over to the roof, onto the roof, where Kaido remarks to Luffy he was able to grab lightning, using as he was using the new move, which was called Gomu Gomu no Thunderbolt. 
which I think that was a little bit funny and is kind of like a reference to like Pokemon in a way, but eh, you, boop, you make some, you lose some. Kaido then steps in, sidesteps and smacks him with his Hasaikai, sending him Luffy sending him flying off only for Luffy to grab another bolt of lightning, swinging it around and back at Kaido with an inflated leg. Before he's able to do another move, Kaido dodges and strikes Luffy on the head, declaring that in the end, a strong devil fruit power isn't enough to conquer the seas. And there was a huge revelation that was revealed from Kaido himself that Rock Goldie Roger didn't have a devil fruit power, yet he was still able to become the Pirate King. This even showing that as Luffy got back up onto the ground, he tries to defend himself and Kaido yells that to conquer the seas, the one true thing that truly matters is hockey. So with that said from Kaido himself, this kind of breaks the whole idea of one doesn't need a powerful devil fruit or the world's strongest devil fruit to become the Pirate King. Hockey is basically where it's at, which kind of breaks the whole boundaries of how one can become the strongest in the world, and it kind of makes you kind of wonder how is it that with Roger and his feats in hockey, he's able to become the Pirate King, but I digress, and now it kind of brings the question of how Monkey D. Dragon became the most dangerous, most wanted criminal, yet we don't even know much about him. We don't even know he has a devil fruit or if he's like a hockey master, kind of the same level that is comparable to Goldie Roger. But anyways, Kaido hits him with Daitoku Aime Hake, injuring Luffy, but he grabs onto Kaido and starts dragging him up into the sky with him, only for him to try to shake him off loose, changing into his full dragon form, blasting him with Tatsumaki Kaifu. Acknowledging that even in his awakened power, he's still weak to slashing attacks. Then we pan over back over to the flower capital, where everybody is enjoying their last hours of the of the fire festival, at watching the Skylanders flying up into the air, hoping their wishes will reach the, the heavens. And we even see a lot of beautiful moments where some of the citizens of the flower capital are even celebrating. And one of them, uh, the little girl who we met, who befriended Zoro and was with Yori, she was even seen letting one of the landers go, hoping that it would reach her papa. And that little moment right there, I will admit that it was really hard. It was really heartwarming, but also brought a tear to my eye because of that little scene of when her father was executed, and it was really sad. And even with their wishes are reaching up to the heavens, after this event, they would return to their lives of being slaves again, which is so upsetting to see that this is the one time if this is the one time that they don't have to live their lives as slaves. But after the fire festival, they have to return back to their lives of being slaves, to what they were used to. Then we pan back over to Kaido, blasting Luffy with Boro breath. And getting how and with that he was able to let go and, and was able to get back down in the castle 
the fire continues to grow rampant on some parts of the island. Ayogoro is informed the island is falling and, tell, and is informed that Kaido is at the end of his rope. He asks everyone the outcome they would prefer. If Luffy, Luffy defeating Kaido, causing the island to fall and potentially kill everyone, or Kaido to win and extend everyone's lives by only a little while. With this, the samurai immediately said that they're fine with dying as long as those in the innocent lives on the island would continue to live as well. And they cheer for Luffy to continue to fight without worrying about them. And with, even with that, some of the beast pirates retort that they may all die. However, Ayogoro, on the other hand, he doesn't seem to mind it at all, not in the slightest bit. We then pan over to the basement where Usopp and, and Hamlet are running for their lives from the raging fire, but they get swept up by Raizo's water thanks to his double fruit, which is the squirrel squirrel fruit, and much to, much to their relief. Then back over to the treasure respiratory repository floor, Orochi manages to get to the sea stone nail out of his body, allowing him to transform while he's still on fire. But he is reduced to only just one head left, which really doesn't do much. And he even proclaims that even if he dies, he will he will take revenge by taking Hiyori with him. Then we pan back over to Luffy, telling Momonosuke to get the island out of the way as he inflates his hand to a hum a ginormous sized fist covered in hockey to finish Kaido off. And this is where the chapter ends. Wow. This moment right there, just that attack, it's enough to not only take down Kaido, but it it's also enough to where this could be a this could be a buster call level attack of what Luffy is about to pull off. I cannot wait to see what's going to happen in chapter 1048 as this is really coming towards the end of Luffy versus Kaido. So what were your thoughts on the latest chapter of One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Let me you guys know in the questionnaire that I will be posting at the end of the episode asking of what's to come after Luffy defeats Kaido or what is going to happen now that Luffy has awakened his soul fruit and what will happen once Kaido has been defeated and the outcome for the citizens of Wano. And for those of you who have stopped by at the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a new episode. And I do apologize for not making an episode on Friday because I've been pretty busy and... Ugh. I do promise that I will be much more on top of things and not have much of the personal life stuff get in the way of making new content, and I will be as diligent as I can with making as much new content as I can for many days, weeks, and months to go by. But anyways, thank you so much for stopping by. I will see you next time for a new episode. Later!